This is the story of Carmina Gonzalez. She was born in 1969 in Torrance, California, and has lived in Wilmington, California since. When asked if she ever wanted to leave, she immediately says no. She is comfortable here. She has her family, friends, and a stable job, so this is where her life has always been. I asked if she considers herself a Californian. She gives a kind of dull response. Something you would expect from someone living here their whole life, but there was more to it. It wasn't exactly her pride, although she is very happy with everything she's established here. It was as though the state pride took over for a second, like it was what she was supposed to say. I've lived here all my life, and I live California ways. When I asked her to expand on California ways, she doesn't exactly know how to explain it, but I already know what she means. I think every California does. We begin to reflect on her life. Exactly how did she get here? She explains that her family moved here before she was born and established in California because Mexico was tough financially. I asked her to reflect on our community, Wilmington, California. How much has it changed since she was younger? It has always been primarily Hispanic, Latino descent. She says easily in the 90% range. She adds that her two best friends growing up were white. Reflecting on it now, she looks surprised, but it's something that never occurred to her when she was younger. I think this adds to the fact that California is very diverse. Even in a community that is mainly Hispanic, having a friend or interacting with another ethnicity was no surprise at all to her. Not only has she lived here her whole life, she has raised many kids here too. She is a mother of four and a teacher to hundreds of kids in her community. Teaching at Golf Avenue Elementary for 28 years now, she has shaped the children in Wilmington for generations. Of all these years and so many kids later, she recalls the most important event to her, the LAUSD teacher strike. A historical strike in California and one of the biggest teacher strikes ever, she was stood there in the midst of it, fighting for her kids. She remembers the marches in particular, how the community came together. Not just Wilmington, but thousands of teachers, students, and supporters gathered from all around the LA area for one cause. This woman, self-described as mildly ambitious, was on the front lines of the strike, waving her red flag, demanding the attention needed to make a change. She embodied California in this moment, proving it really is the land of opportunity. Anything can happen if you just fight for it. While going through the interview, I keep a consistent wording to my questions. How has California affected your morals or beliefs? What does California mean to you? What would you think of California if you weren't from here? She finally realizes this wording. She stops and asks, why are you saying California in general? I keep thinking LA. This was perfect. I could see the realization settle. She had never thought of California as whole. Just bits and pieces, Sacramento, San Francisco, and LA, making up almost all the state. It was as though the state suddenly became bigger. After this, she recalls the story. A, a, a long-time cousin that I grew up with when I would go to Mexico. And her dream was to come to Dodger Stadium to, to watch the Dodgers play. So she came for one weekend for a Dodger game. And she was really excited. And she's heard all this, seen it on TV. And, you know, California, where, where I'm from, where me, her cousin was from. All these years, she's finally here. She's so excited. And... It met her expectations, but another myth, like you said myth, is Hollywood. Mm. Hollywood, oh, this grand um, city, or it's gonna be beautiful. And so I took her to Hollywood, 
and when she she was in such disappointment mm -hmm. because all it was was I would took her to the stars and um, but it was people homeless people uh, weed mm -hmm. people smoking weed it was there and she was so scared she just wanted to go back to the car so she went back to the car and to me it was like wow she was had this high expectation for her it is a myth mm -hmm. that Hollywood is this glamorous place and she she didn't experience that and it was really um it, to me living here in california to me it was nothing to me it was like ah, it was, it's just hollywood <laughs> not only did hollywood not live up to her cousin's expectations but it also proved to be a sort of reality check while her cousin expecting hollywood to be a place you can walk amongst the stars and in fact seeing the opposite carmina realized that this way of living homelessness weed etc had been normalized to her we see that the things we experience every day are our own realities, and stereotypes, myths, or folktales of a place all stem from different experiences. In her cousin's case, she had heard about Hollywood from movies. In Carmina's case, she had seen Hollywood before. This was her reality. She got to share it with her cousin. Throughout the interview, we constantly come back to the ideas of comfortability in California, the myths versus realities, and the huge and diverse land that spans the West Coast. Through this, we find a single story about one woman in a state known for financial hardships and economic opportunity. Beautiful weather and smog-filled skies, immense traffic, and having everything within one arm's reach. She grew here, and 51 years later, she has taken in everything the state has to offer. But she still believes there is more. I believe that's what California is all about.